most of us here probably have a cell phone. Um, you know, we don't really, because of them, we don't really memorize phone numbers anymore. Uh, you know, but even back in the day, uh, especially when I was growing up, you know, uh, dialing long distance was, uh, it was something uh, that was sort of, uh, you know, it was tough to do, you know, and, and to dial long distance, remember you had to hit the one at the beginning, and what that did, it, was, it would narrow it down for a call uh, sort of in North of America, and then you would type in uh, the first three digits of the area code, and the area code is going to, you know, lock it into a specific geographical location. Uh, you know, of course, you know, Colum- here in Columbia, we're the 270, and then you would type in, you know, that seven-digit number, uh, the, the first three numbers, again, uh, bringing it, you know, even closer uh, to uh, the, your location, and then uh, the last four digits would narrow it down even further. And so, you know, within each area code, uh, there are somewhere uh, between 7.9 million unique phone number possibilities. Um, but the point is, is when you dial a number, you're, you're narrowing down the field of numbers from almost 8 million uh, to 1. And so if you know that my area code is 270, and you have a one out of a you know 7.9 million uh, chance of getting my phone number correct by randomly dialing uh, my, those numbers. You know, the, uh, in, in scripture, in the Bible, it's believed that there's at least 333 Old Testament messianic prophecies uh, that point to Jesus as the Messiah, as the Savior, as the Christ. And not that we're going to touch all 333 of those tonight, but. You know, some of the ones that maybe we're more familiar with, Genesis 3.15, this is the first one that we find in Scripture, identifies that his race uh, is that of human. Remember, uh, he says that, you know, it's going to be your seed and, and, and the seed of, of the devil, and, and he's going to crush, or you're going to crush his head, and he's going to bruise your heel. And by that, God is narrowing down uh, the field. He's narrowing down the field that identifies the race of the Savior as human. And then in Genesis chapter 12, Abraham gets uh, this prophecy that identifies him, uh, the coming one, the Savior, as a descendant of Abraham, that he's going to be a Hebrew. Again, this is narrowing down the field. Genesis 49 verse 10 tells us that he is going to come from the tribe of Judah. Uh, the scepter shall not depart from the tribe of Judah. And again, narrowing it down, just like a phone number. Each number we push, it's narrowing it down. Isaiah 11.1 1 says he's going to be of, the, of a descendant of Jesse uh, from his family line. 2 Samuel 7, verse 12 and 16, he's going to be a descendant of David. So not only do we have the family of Jesse and then David, and then in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, we're told that this, this Savior is going to be born of a virgin. And in Micah chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, and this one I really uh, like. I've always liked this, this uh, prophecy that Micah here records. He says, Now muster yourselves in troops, daughters of troops. They have laid siege against us. With a rod they will smite the judge of Israel on the cheek. But as for you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, too little to be among the clans of Judah. From, the, from you, one will go forth for me to be ruler in Israel. His going forth are from long ago, from the day of eternity. Uh, we know from uh, the New Testament that uh, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And again, this is prophesied back in the book of Micah that this would happen. 
But notice um, he mentions here Bethlehem Epaparatha. You know, there were more than one Bethlehems in Scripture. And so not only is he narrowing down the, the name of the city, but he's leaving no doubt of which Bethlehem that is. It's such precision, right? If someone here told you that they grew up in Columbia, you know, your minds would automatically go to Columbia, Kentucky, right? Because that, that's where, what you're familiar with. And maybe outside of here, if somebody said they were born in Columbia, raised in Columbia, they might think South Carolina, they might say, think Tennessee, they might think the country in South America. But again, these prophecies are narrowing down one by one uh, the field. Psalm 22, verse 16, you know, it speaks of the manner of the, of the death of the Christ and how he would be, his hands and feet would be pierced. This was long before crucifixion was even a thing, was even invented. And I was reading uh, this individual, this uh, apologist and statistician, who, who I want you to read, or I want you to listen to what he said. He said, the chances that eight prophecies, okay, I gave you eight prophecies, the chances that eight prophecies written in the long ago would fall on one particular individual is one chance in 10 to the 17th power. All right, so that's a one with 17 zeros to follow. Uh, follow it. And, and to illustrate this point, to make it, you know, even cemented in our minds a little bit more, what he said was you would take that many silver dollars, uh, 10 to the 17th power, and you could lay them on the face of Texas from northeast, south, and west up to two feet high, uh, two feet deep. And then what you do is you would, you would take one of those silver dollars and maybe mark on it, throw it into that pot, stir it up, and ask a man to be blindfolded and go anywhere he wants in the state of Texas and to be blindfolded as he's blindfolded to pick up a silver dollar. And if he was to pick up that silver dollar that was marked, that is one out of 10 to the 17th power. That, that is the incredible accuracy of the scriptures. That, what chance did these prophets, these men, who if they were writing on their own initiative, would have given us these eight prophecies that would have came true of this one individual. It's easier to randomly dial a phone number and to get my phone number right than to have all of these come true. But of course, Scripture is inspired for God, and the Bible is absolutely amazing. You know, I, I, I love uh, reading and studying the Bible because it's 100% accurate, because it's precise, and because it's inspired by God. God breathed in these words. No human being could write these things, could write these books. These prophecies, these events that are spoken of hundreds, even thousands of years before they happen, come true over and over again. And if that's the case, then I should want to know everything about it. Right? That should motivate me. That should motivate you to want to follow it, to obey it, and live it. This evening, if, as we offer uh, the invitation, uh, if we can help anyone this evening uh, with any uh, thing that they may need, uh, if, if you're ready to become a child of God, again, we'd love the opportunity to study with you or, or to baptize you and for the remission of your sins. Or if you're a Christian here that's struggling uh, this, eve this evening, again, we're here for you and we want to pray for you. We want to help you in your Christian walk. If, if we can help you in any way this evening, please come forward as together we stand and sing the song.